Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report for November 14th, 2022. The U.S. dollar index reached a 20-year high in September, and current conditions appear to favor continued strength in the greenback against foreign currencies. I'm Phil Adler. Confluence Investment Management staff economist Thomas Wash joins us today to discuss what's behind the dollar's strength and the consequences for investors. Thomas, why has the dollar reached these levels? Initially, strong U.S. growth helped push the dollar up against its peers as investors sought refuge in dollar-denominated assets while the rest of the world recovered from the pandemic. The rise went into hyperdrive after the Fed raised rates and Russia invaded Ukraine. I know a strong dollar can reduce some inflationary pressures at home as we pay less for foreign goods, but it's a different story for foreign economies. Can you explain what's happening? Oh, yes. Because commodities are generally priced in dollars, an increase in the currency means that the cost of these goods is becoming more expensive for holders of other currencies. How are foreign governments and central banks currently dealing with this challenge? Foreign governments and central banks are attempting to deal with the rise in the dollar by tightening their respective monetary policy. The U.S. dollar index, Thomas, reached even higher levels than it is today back in 1985 and then again in 2001 and 2002. In 1985, countries did come together to devise a solution. What happened exactly? At the Plaza Accord, Japan, France, the United Kingdom, the United States, and what was then West Germany coordinated to help bring down the dollar. The intervention led to a 25% decline in the dollar against its peer currencies. And what led to the retreat in the dollar from its highs in 2001 and 2002? Well, that decline was related to countries attempting to game the trading system by devaluing their respective currencies to promote export to the U.S., They were able to keep these currencies relatively low by purchasing American treasuries, thus allowing the U.S. government to fund bigger deficits. Thomas, do you think a multinational solution similar to the 1985 Plaza Accord is likely this time around? I do not. The Biden administration welcomes a strong dollar as it makes imports relatively less expensive, thus putting downward pressure on inflation. As a result, it is unlikely that the U.S. is ready to coordinate with other countries to bring down the dollar's value. So if U.S. inflation remains high and the Fed remains committed to more rounds of interest rate hikes, and if foreign countries are not at the point where they can agree on a multinational solution, is there anything to keep the dollar in check? By raising rates in tandem with the Fed, other central banks can appease investor concerns that inflation expectations will not become unanchored. Thomas, a strong dollar hurts U.S.-based multinational companies by lowering the demand for U.S. goods overseas. Should investors consider avoiding large-cap exporters in in favor of mid-cap and small-cap stocks? Personally, I focus more on revenue. A strong dollar means that American firms that collect payments in other currencies will see a decline in their respective revenue. As a result, investors should prioritize companies that receive the bulk of their sales in dollars. Should we be cautious about investing in foreign markets because of the strong dollar? Yes, but we do believe that there are still a lot of attractive opportunities internationally, especially for countries with relatively low inflation and policy rates. 
Has Confluence Investment Management changed its asset allocation recommendations in response to the strong dollar? Well, we have reduced our international component based on our expectations of the dollar. Meanwhile, I suppose we should take advantage of travel bargains overseas and be thankful that we can better afford imported oil. Well, there's always a bright side to everything. Traveling abroad isn't a bad idea. Spain is a great place to be this time of year. Thank you, Thomas. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Be aware that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler. Hi, this is Bill O'Grady, Chief Market Strategist here at Confluence Investment Management. I wanted to let listeners know about some upcoming schedule changes this month. For the week of November 22nd, there will be no bi-weekly geopolitical report due to Thanksgiving, nor will there be an asset allocation bi-weekly report on November 28th. We will return with an asset allocation bi-weekly report and podcast on December 5th, and our 2023 geopolitical outlook and podcast will be scheduled for December 12th. From all of us at Confluence Investment Management, we want to wish you a great Thanksgiving. You'll be hearing from us again in early December.